Thanks for joining me on Jesus and Books. I'm Jason Comley. I'm here with my buddy, Will. We're going to be discussing the book, Jesus, a meditation on his stories and his relationships with women by Andrew Greeley. First, a little bit of housekeeping. We did uh, a podcast about a month or so ago. We did two podcasts. So we talked about Jesus and Mary and Immaculate Conception. And you had some really funny things to say about it. I highly recommend that people check check out those podcasts if they haven't, those episodes. Uh, the one thing I wish I knew, wish I had on hand, but I'll, I'll just add it now, is that Joseph and Mary went on to have at least six children of their own, Mark 6.3. And my notes also say that the Greek text of this verse Mark 6.3 indicates that there was at least three sisters. So Jesus had at least three sisters plus uh, four brothers. So anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. Jesus comes from a big family. We'll move on to the book here. Jesus and meditation on his stories. Because there's there's some meat here. It was a rather short book. And... It kind of split into two. So it was Jesus and meditation on, on his stories and his relation. So I guess a meditation on his stories is the second half of the book, right? And it's like his parables. It almost should have been a different book entirely. And the first half is his relationship with women. You were saying that you didn't like the book that much. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't like the book that much. I just didn't really like the, the style, style of it. But overall, I learned a few things from it. But at the same time, it's things I disagree with. Yeah, same here. Yeah, so I like the writing style. If you look at some of the other books he's written, he's written a lot of these pulp romance and some suspense, some like mystery suspense books. And that sort of comes out in the in the writing here. He talks about how Jesus loves surprises and I loves building anticipation and, and really tried to do that in the writing right off the first page is that Jesus loves surprises. And I, in my own experience, I can totally agree with that. He, he loves surprising, surprising me. And there's lots of stories in the Bible too, of him surprising people. There's actually a saying that, uh, you know, God is always almost late. And that's true. I mean, in my case, anyway, I've seen, you know, Jesus, He'll come right at the neck of time. He'll allow this dilemma to build, and I won't see any resolution. And that's when my character is tested. And am I going to start murmuring? Am I going to start complaining to God? Or am I going to put all my faith in him? And so I think we have these kind of tests to just to see where we are. Um, so have you had any experiences like that? Uh, definitely, definitely. We all have that experience. When, uh, for me, I always get like these spiritual chills, in a sense, when I feel like something's happening and I need to to be strong, or you know, a certain trial may come my way and I need to figure out how to overcome it, and that kind of pushes me to be better. And uh, I feel like that's kind of what kind of shapes me in a way to be one that tries to uh, triumph during times of adversity. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it's real uh, test of character. So the other part was his relationship with women and his interactions with women. The way that Greeley 
describes these interactions. Like, for example, the interaction with the Samaritan woman at the well. He says that, uh, you know, he describes these situations as filled with sexual tension. You know, he says there, there must have been sexual tension there. So, you know, here's this handsome, charismatic, confident, strong, attractive man approaching this woman. And again, at, at, during that time, Jew, Jewish people didn't speak to Samaritans. Men didn't speak to women like that. You know, they certainly didn't share uh, from the same well or drink from the same cup, any, any of that kind of thing. So Jesus was breaking a lot of taboos, and here he just kind of walks up. Now, and I agree that Jesus could have been charismatic and confident and charming, but we know in Isaiah, Isaiah 53, 2, that, you know, he has no form nor comeliness when we shall see him, and there's uh, no beauty that we should desire him. So if Jesus was to fulfill that prophecy, he wouldn't have been good-looking. But he could have been charming. Any thoughts? Uh, well, I definitely I understand your, your point of view and, and what also it says in the Bible as well. Uh, but from what I got from this book, uh, and I took in for myself, uh, you know, we're all, we're all men, and Jesus was a man, so I'm pretty sure we all have a, you know, more hormonal attractions to women. But I realized that for him, it's probably, you know, he had the importance of this mission. You know, what's funny is what I've learned on my own time is that the power of sexual energy and through meditation, we're able to cycle that energy to be more productive. And I believe that's what Jesus did. He used that energy to be more focused on his mission. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that energy can be uh, channeled, uh, you know, creatively or productively, you know, Shaolin monks and Buddhist monks and all kinds of people don't, you know, uh, don't have sex and uh, you know, that energy needs to go somewhere. You know, the one thing that Greeley, he broaches the subject of, of how Jesus was likely married, probably married, right. To, you know, maybe the, one of the sisters of Lazarus, there's that prophecy in Isaiah and I can't, uh, I don't know exactly where it is, but you know, there is that prophecy that Jesus would, have children, right? So I, I should probably link to it in the show notes when I find it. Uh, and he was called rabbi. Did people called him rabbi? And uh, you know, according to Greeley, you would have to be married in order to be a rabbi. So who knows? But there was that kind of element that could throw some people off. I think if they're uh, uh, you know reading about Jesus for the first time, they want to understand him. This might be challenging. Um, this might not be the uh, a good first book. So, what do you think? When it comes to like his interactions with women in this book, I thought it was kind of interesting because you know you mentioned that Jesus was, uh, you know, there was rumor that there was like a Jesus was married to Mary Magdalene and they were married and they had a daughter named Sarah. But that's we don't really have any much uh, information on that. It's it's a, it's definitely a possibility. Also, there was Martha and Mary, and this was kind of interesting is that like, you know, in the book, they talked about how this was like sort of like a, a love triangle thing with Jesus. And I thought to myself, hey, <laughs> still a better love story than Twilight. Also, <laughs> what <I> realized, <laughs> also, what I realized is that, you know, Never Jesus read it. Had a, pardon me? 
Never I read it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what I've learned is that Jesus was uh, the type of guy that could sense uh, spiritual nakedness, and he would peel away at the protective layers of these women, and which also helps, you know, show his charismatic nature in a sense. Yeah. Some people say he's appealing. Some people say not. The women found him frightening but intriguing. Well, you know, I, he was he was an egalitarian, right? He he treated men and women equally, and he he had this posse with him, which were you know, a number of women as well you know, as men, and in, in and in fact, you could say that the women were more loyal to him in in a sense. I mean, they were with Jesus on Golgotha when he was being crucified. The the disciples fled for their lives, kind of thing. Most of them did, but and it was Mary Magdala that went to the tomb afterwards. So, you know, I don't think that women were afraid afraid of him. I don't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't pick that up. But I think that they felt they did, just like the the story with uh, the Samaritan woman at the well. Like Jesus knew about her. I think what is misinterpreted is perhaps you know sexual tension or being appealed to you know jesus just had a deep interest and love for everyone that he interacted with and so this you know it may have been confidence it may have been charm and that but you know jesus really had a true love and he could see past those layers that we have we tend to have these layers uh of uh, these walls around us too, just so that we are, you know, our, our sensitive sides aren't exposed, I guess. But you know, Jesus could see through all that, as, as you kind of mentioned. What also I found interesting was, uh, and also like intriguing, is when uh, that woman that was washing Jesus' feet, she knew yeah. intuitively that Jesus was a protector and that she would be safe and not face any ridicule when she was with him which I thought was kind of interesting and in that Jesus had a respect for it and, uh, and, 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 you know, and promoting equality. And I, and this is something that I, I enjoyed reading from this book. Yeah, that's, that's one, um, that's definitely one way of looking at it. And we, we're not really sure who that woman was, but uh, yeah, when she's washing the, the savior's feet with uh, her hair and her tears. Yeah. Obviously she's, um, completely feeling safe with with Jesus and I think women did I don't think women were f- afraid of Jesus they felt his love he treated them with dignity and equally and you know thereby b- breaking taboos some taboos of the of the day in fact that might be a good place to to end I don't know if I would recommend this book certainly there are some uh, interesting parts there. It's not a, a long read. I think his interpretations of the parables that Jesus taught are are pretty good. So it might be worth picking up the library. Mm-hmm. But uh, thanks, Will. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. Uh, no problem, no problem. And uh, I just want to leave on with one note. Uh, sure. If one wants to know the quality of a, man, of a man, like for all the girls out there, if one wants to know the quality of a man, one must study the way he treats the women. Yeah. And that's what, and that's the quote I want to leave on. Yeah. And I just that's want to good. say thank you for everyone for having me here. Uh, 
Thank you, uh, Jason, for setting this up. Thanks, Will. Okay, um, and thanks for listening, everybody. I'll talk to you again soon. God bless. God bless. Thank you.